Good afternoon, the back community. Uh, thank you as always for staying involved. Thank you for staying engaged. Uh, this afternoon, uh, uh, I had to bring out some old gear. I had to go digging in the crates for this one. Uh, right. you know, for those of you guys who are listening uh, to the podcast uh, via uh, uh, podcast platforms, you're not going to be able to see it. But you know, I got one of my old uh, model t-shirts, men organized to develop, empower, and lead. Because the person that I have right here with me is Mr. Antoine Henry himself. Uh, yeah. uh, he was one of the founding members of this organization with me there in Albany, New York, when we decided to create it as a nonprofit. Right. Uh, you know, so so me and him have uh, uh, worked together. Uh, this dude called me his boss before we started filming. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, I, I brought this out for you, Tuan, because, right. you know, uh, uh, this interview is all about uh, the nostalgia uh, that I know mm -hmm. we're going to uh, bring out. But uh, uh, the back community, without further ado, our guest for this afternoon is Mr. Antoine Henry. Um, we're going to be getting, we're going to dive into your story, Tuan. I want you to tell us everything about the Ashway of life, what you got going on with real estate, what you got going on with your family. First right, and foremost, right. shout out to you and your wife on the latest edition uh, yeah, that you guys just had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we're not done though, you know. <laughs> number six, man, number six. So, um, I'm just happy to be here. I'm ready to, you know, tell, you know, give advice or, you know, you know, let people know what we do behind the scenes. Um, it's definitely a busy schedule. We mapped out our schedule this morning and it is pushed back for about an hour or two. So, we'll be up late. So, you know, we work hard. Uh, listen, listen, <laughs> I, I, listen, I can only imagine, you know, I got three. So if you got six, I can only imagine. But uh, uh, yeah. listen, man, I'm going to hit you with your first official question, because as you say, I, I, you guys got schedules. So I know that uh, you are a busy man, but I'm going to mm. hit you with your first official question. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Mr. Antoine Henry, what kind of work do you do? Uh, uh, what are you involved in? Uh, here's your opportunity to tell the back community more about you. Well, I'm a social media influencer. Um, with that being said, that's basically we do a lot of our business on social media. Um, we take pictures, we do reels, we do skits, we do everything on social media so we can be able to entertain the world and get in, uh, our life story out there. So we're just trying to be a model family for the rest of the world. Um, besides that, we breed dogs. We, uh, we got golden doodles, standard doodles. Um, we also are property... Um, property investors. Right now, we're doing Airbnbs, and right now, and then now, in about a month or two, we're going to be looking into tax deeds. So, I mean, that's a lot of study because um, it's not easy. When you get ready to go to those auctions, they don't tell you what's the problems or anything that's going on in those properties, and sometimes you don't even get pictures. Mm -hmm. So, it's a lot of study on the communities and the places of where you're going to buy. From. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. 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 Listen, man, uh, um, I'm going to fast forward to a, question that, uh, to a question that typically comes a lot later. Um, right. I'm going to hit you with it now. Yes. How do you find a work-life balance? You know what I mean? You you, you listed off, uh, um, like I said, everything from real estate. You know, you guys are breeding dogs. You have mm. six kids. On top of that, you're married. So that's job number one right there. Right. You know right. Mean? That's one but, you know, I always tell everybody, you know, um, it's important to find uh, uh, what your balance will be uh, if you right. have a balance. But for you, 
Antoine Henry, how do you find a work-life balance with everything that uh, you're juggling and you got going on? Number one is um, we do everything as, well, now as an eight. We do everything as an eight. So if we're doing social media, you know, the kids are involved. We're going to do dogs, to, you know, the kids are involved. And we're talking about real estate, the kids are involved. Um, we have to find balance. Uh, you Dating, you got to be a student of your wife all the time. You always have to, you got to learn. You got to learn, 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 because, you know, um, those five love languages just change every day. Absolutely. Um, another thing is you got to, as a man, you got to die to yourself. Mm -hmm. So I often die to myself. So she could be in the wrong and I'll be like, baby, I'm a, I'm sorry. I don't want to go to bed. No way, shape or form, mm -hmm. but unhappy. So mm -hmm. I want to make sure I'm happy every time we hit that bed. So um, you got to, uh, a lot of it is dying to yourself. and A lot of it is just you stretching yourself to a limit. So, and you know, God don't put nothing on your shoulders that you can't handle. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Even, you know, I me mean, as a married man myself, um, you know, uh, I love what you just said about, you know, you got to die. Uh, you got to die to yourself. You right. know what I mean? uh, uh, marriage. Um, I, I think I think I think marriage is probably some of the most difficult work uh, for any of us uh, right. uh, uh, to go ahead and do, let alone coming from communities where we probably didn't have men showing it to us. Mm -hmm. You know, have I mean, an example. you know, right. I, mean, I think marriage is uh, the greatest masterpiece I have ever pulled off right. and I'm still learning. But I, I love yeah. what you just said about uh, having to die a little bit to yourself, because I think yeah. in today's society and you would notice because you're a social media influencer, you know, everyone's looking to social media to be raised. Everyone's looking to social media to mm -hmm. be exposed. Right. But right. They don't tell you on social media what you just said that. You know, in order for your relationship to grow from, you know, me boyfriend, girlfriend to engaged uh, right. to, to marriage, we have to learn how to uh, uh, die a little bit to ourselves. But right, it's not a right. loss. It's, it's a not, major win. But not a yeah. war. You look if you look at it like I mean, remember you gave us the we talked about the book, The Art of War. Mm -hmm. And we had, you know, we had a big, you know, the war is not a battle between me and you right now. Mm -hmm. It's longevity. So your longevity has to be able to maximize and minimize at the same time your debates, arguments, and whatever's going on in that process so you could be able to win the war later on. So when you get to that place where you're 50 or 55, it's smooth selling it to the way that you move on to the you know, upper room. That's where we plan on going is upstairs. The so upper you have room. The, the upper room, you know what I mean? <laughs> so you want to you wanna just, you know, you just got to be able to, you know, give and take, you know, I mean, we, I, I just feel like we so, we, our perception of a man is that we got to be so masculine. You know what I mean? We got, we can't be vulnerable. So I'm vulnerable all the time. I, you know, I'm going to tell you how I feel if I'm sad, happy, or different because mm -hmm. I need to hurt it because that's my other half. She's going to tell me what's right and what's wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I expect it. I have this expectation that you got my best interest. And mm -hmm. that's how a woman feels about you. That you have her best interest. So, yeah, it, 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 <laughs> uh, you know, I think it boils down to trust. You know, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. A, a vulnerability was, you know, you know, I, I I'll say it for myself. You know, I hated being vulnerable for years. And right. Just like you know, I didn't want to put myself in a vulnerable position. You know, I didn't want you to know uh, uh, too much about me. I might not even want to know too much about you. He's like, we just right. want to have fun, but your relationships don't really grow 
until you learn the importance of vulnerability, until you realize that if God matched you, he matched you for a reason. And it's right. just like, you know, I have learned that my wife is a lot better at a lot of things than I am, right? And I am better at her than uh, than a small amount of things. Right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> a small amount. Right, but right. When those two things are working together, you know right. what I mean? You're clicking on, on all these other cylinders. So it's levels off. Yeah. Level, your, your small becomes major because it levels off to her. You know what I'm saying? It gets there. It'll get there one day. You know what I'm saying? We got, but yeah. But we can talk <laughs> about this topic forever. I think this is much needed. I think our community needs this topic. I think we need to have this conversation often. I think we need to talk about relationships often, even with your stepchildren, even with your school children, yep. even with the, your, your, your kid's mother, even with your, your baby father. All mm-hmm. that stuff needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I mean, that can bring things more closer in our community. Our community should be more closer. I, well, I know my baby father not be good at this or he hasn't been this, but I don't mean not be the one. Yep. I know my baby mother as not this person, but I don't mean you have to beat her up. So, I mean, we all fall victims to a lot. So we got to be able to change the narrative so we can get these babies to that position. I like it. I like it, man. And I think, you know, that uh, that's, that's part of it. You know what I mean? Right now we're in a space where talking about uh, things that used to be taboo. Now you can talk about finances. Now you can right. talk about therapy. Mm-hmm. Now you can talk about your different problems, right? And it's kind of like, I think, it's especially for young adults, we feel like when we make mistakes, we feel like that's the end of the world. And right. it's not the truth. It's just like, right. I've made 10,000 mistakes. You know what I mean? I tell people I got kicked out of high school. So right. for me to be able to, 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 to turn that situation around and to be able to be utilized by God Right. You know I mean, it, it just shows you that one small mistake or one situation uh, shouldn't be the ultimate determined uh, uh, determining who you factor are, who you're gonna be. All right, All right, All right. We need that. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me see, man. I'm gonna get to it. I, I, I got, I got some heat for you. One you because I knew, I know you grew up <laughs> in the capital district. Right, uh, right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, for you, uh, what part of the capital district uh, did you grow up in, Twan? I always like to pinpoint it down. Well, you well, majority of my high school year, I, was, I lived in Rensselaer. So when you say grow up, it's just, you know, I was cross town. You know, we went to the boys club. I went, my father lived downtown. Uh, my mom lived uptown on West Street. My, um, I had family on Grant. I grew up in the whole, mm. not Norfolk. Okay. Everywhere not, West he, he, said, he said every place, but, but Norfolk. North, North <laughs> every place in Norfolk. I grew up the whole, <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. You know, I always like I always like to narrow it down because one of the things we, uh, we talk about is that some people some people don't realize that there's 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 so much talent right. uh, that comes from up out of Albany that's still in Albany that doesn't get highlighted and recognized. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go right back to it, man. How uh, 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 how do you uh, how or why did you become a social media influencer? I think I might have looked at your page yesterday. You got like 37,000. I think your wife is up to like 170,000. How'd you guys get into social media? Well, my wife came up with the idea and she was saying that um, I think this would be a great way so we could be able to tell our story. Um, also be able to tell, uh, show, you know, a modern family. Um, she <clears throat> she had this, you know, she has this idea and I think that is great, but I think that what, what we took from it is that we could be able to be who we are. Like, I'm just naturally a funny person. 
and she's naturally like she's a serious person but you know to, to have that balance move that smaller little you know to have that balance and make it on paper and make people see that it's black families out there that's having fun that's traveling the world that's you know that has five kids that has dogs that's you know doing successful things and not saying just those news clippings of father beats his wife or yeah. wife you know baby mama or stuff like that so you know we always you know, I, I still have that passion working with kids and family. So why not try to do it through social media? And then maybe one day somebody will say, hey, can you come talk at my school? Or, hey, can you go talk at our church? Hey, can you do a relationship thing? You know, those are the things that we really want to get to. You know, I love so that. this is our resume that. right now. No. Hey, listen, and, and, and it's a huge and ever-growing resume. Right? <laughs> right. It's like, I think you guys might have put something out um, not too long ago about you traded off um getting gifts for the holidays right. to do vacationing me, right. me and my wife were in here having a whole conversation just about that alone and how right. important it is you know what i mean to create memories uh mm -hmm. to create experiences you know uh, 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 uh why did you guys decide to uh, to trade off the gifts for memories well what i was think the logic behind that i should say well, it's stats behind those things. Like, you know, we got six kids and they said the average American spends $750 on a kid. That's $4,200 for our house. Mm -hmm. And not saying that, you know, not saying that some, we can't do it or somebody can't do it, but what's the, what's the, the logic behind that? Mm -hmm. Buying those kids, those gifts. My own son is three mm -hmm. and he has a different toy every week. So, I mean, like he plays with a different toy. It can be dad one week, mom the other week, Spider-Man this week. So if you know you're going to throw the toy out, right, why not take, you know, get them very minimal gifts and travel the world? You know, we, I don't know if you've ever been to, you know, Colorado, yes. but driving through those mountains is something that you would never, you would never see, you know, you never, I could never imagine driving through mountains. I could never imagine going skiing and asking. I could have never imagined just seeing, you know, I want to, I'm getting, I want to see a moose. I want to see the real reindeer. I'm, I'm so, I'm excited. <laughs> Every time we, we go somewhere, I'm like, is there a moose? Because mm -hmm. if you see them on, you know, the Discovery Channel, things are massive. They're huge. So just imagine seeing animals and stuff like that or being, or swimming with dolphins or just, you know, saying, all right, mom, mom, we've been here before. Yeah. We have been to Florida one time mm -hmm. growing up and, you know, the handful of times going to New York City. I remember the first time I went to North Albany, I thought we was in a different city. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So it's just, you know, if but I want my kids just to see, you know, we plan on going to like Hawaii. We're planning on going like overseas and stuff like that. These are the things we're planning on doing. And I think those are more, you know, more memorable. It's more just than gifts. Like we don't own a PlayStation. I don't own Xbox and none of that stuff in the house because I feel like we should be outdoors. We could be doing a garden or something, mowing along. Mm. You know, I didn't play PlayStation all my life. So I don't I don't own those things now. Nice. Right. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I I love it. And I I I think um I think it was um an excellent uh choice and decision uh for your family because I'm big on uh, experiences, right? I tell my right. wife all the time, you know, I'll spend money on experiences any day. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You know I mean? The different things. You know, what I mean, I, I'm like, I'm good. I got, I got more than enough than what I actually need. You know, I don't need that. But experiences is something that you know you can remember that for right, the rest right, of your life. Right, right. Yeah, like you know, you want your kids to understand like it's bigger than just Jordans. Yeah. You know, it's bigger than just you know whatever the designer clothes is. You know, I remember for a year we was shopping at the thrift store. 
for like a year. You know, you know, we live a minimalist life. We ain't spending, you know, big bucks on furniture or big bucks on clothes. That's that's going with the way. I remember we was if I was, you know, just do the calculation of your four years in high school and see how much money you spent on clothes. Mm-hmm. And I, that's probably you probably could have bought a house. Put a down listen, payment listen, on a couple listen, of houses. I am not going down that path <laughs> with you because because I use uh, I use you uh, uh, as an example um, for a lot of times because it was like you know, I remember um, after uh, after coming home from college you know uh, we used to go out all of the time right I remember there was this one night that uh, uh, you and I split the bill. At, a, at like at like blue eighty two right yeah yo yo and it was like two three hundred dollar bill yeah listen, listen I was like uh what are we doing right and it was just like you know it, uh, ever since that night um I was I, I had to ask myself because at the time I had my own apartment too right so right. I'm just like listen you know I can't spend money the way that everybody else may uh, maybe right. spending money to grab everything else or to 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 look this way or whatever I was like yo. You know what? Me and Twan did that, but we, I ain't doing that again. <laughs> right. you, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, you know, I, it, it'll take situations like that to put uh, everything in a perspective for you, and then what you realize what's important, you move differently. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, yeah but I, it was good times. But, but when you but look back at it, it was say, stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? One, like was, you said. What do you have to show for the clothes, right? Right, right. So now, but the experiences I always have, you know what I mean? The experiences yeah. for your kids, they'll always have. Right, right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another thing I want to let people know, it's not that expensive what people think. Mm. It's not, it, traveling is not, you know, I don't know how people travel, but it's not like a $5,000 trip every time we you see us going out of town. It's not that expensive, you know, it, you know, you just have to have a budget. And you got to be able to stick to your budget and, you know, always get, and I tell people this all the time, always get wherever you're staying at. Make sure you got a kitchen. Mm. Cook your own food. You don't have mm. to go out to dinner every night. We don't go out to dinner every night. Sometimes we go out of town, we might stay in the hotel or wherever we're staying at for, for a day. So we could just chill and watch TV, watch a movie and jump around because we can't jump on our beds here. I'm jumping yeah. definitely. I'll go to somebody else's house. I'm jumping. I'll go to your, bro. Don't let me stay over at your house. I'm gonna jump right on your bed. <laughs> you know, just doing stuff we ain't gonna do here. You know, hide and seek or something. You know, you know, maybe wanna. You know, we might play kickball or something. You know, you know, do something that you don't normally do at your own house. You know, what I mean, just you know, Sundays in the bed or something like that. Stuff that we didn't remember. Remember the first time you had a root board float? Nope. You I never have. I only. I don't either, but I know. I remember that I have, and I remember that <laughs> I haven't had one since. I had okay. kids, mm. so my kids to see them to have a root beer float. They like, oh my god, it's just so so good. You're not having soda every day. You're just doing this for the trip. That's it. So when it, you know, you just be mental. I mean, it's not. It's like you said, it's experience. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Yeah, and and you know, you also t- uh, tackled uh, uh, a budgeting. Right. Yeah. You know, now I teach financial literacy for my church here. Right. Yeah. So, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, my wife and I did the financial peace uh, university with Dave Ramsey. Uh, but, you know, just realizing how important budgeting is. And right. It wasn't something that I ever really learned how to do. I didn't learn how to do it as a young man. I didn't learn right. how to do it as a college graduate. You know, it was something I learned later in life. But those skills are the skills that we're passing down to our kids now. Right. Saying that, you know, we're in a different position now 
And these are the things that, you know, I wish that someone would have given me at the time. Right. And I would have knew how to take advantage of it. And it was like, but most times we're not having those conversations. So it's kind of like, if you get access to money, the first thing you're thinking about is how do I spend it? You know, mm-hmm. how do I make it look like I got a lot of money? Right, right. Not until we're not talking about how do I invest it? How do I keep the money that I have? How do I make sure that I'm thinking about long term? And, you know, I love that the conversations have changed. I love that we can talk about finances. I love that we can talk about therapy, relationships. If you look at this, where is this? The bookshelf? Bookcase behind me. You know what I mean? It ain't number of books up, uh, uh, right. up on this one. And a lot of them are about relationships or the ones that I, uh, that I keep in this room. You know, it's about right, relationships. Right. It's a constant reminder. We are what we feed ourselves. Yes. So, you know, I'm always reading. I'm always learning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, I think I think it's important because what right, you right. get out of life is definitely going to be based upon uh, uh, what you put into it. So, yes. You know, nope. And, and you're a prime example of that. You know what I mean? You know, congratulations on, on, on you finishing up your uh, degree. I, right. I did, I, I did oh, see that, that, that recent post uh, uh, for you for that one. Yeah, man. That was, yeah. that was, that was, that was, uh, I think that was more of a challenge, you know, mm. you know, just trying to complete something, you know, getting it done. You know, recently I had, you know, right before that I was incarcerated. So I had went to jail. Hmm. And it was just like, you know, when you sit in that, that cell and, you know, you got so much talent and you got hmm. so much things to offer, it's like, you know, I got to make sure certain things that I have to do. I got to get that, you know, that time back with my kids and my wife, hmm. you know, my life and hmm. stuff like that. So it was just more of a like, should I do it or should I not do it? But, you know, accomplishments, you know, it's always good. You know, hmm. so I'm happy about it. <laughs> Me, I I, I'm happy for you. It's a huge accomplishment. And I think right. it's, I think it's one that we don't give uh, each other enough credit for, because mm-hmm. you could have very easily said, you know, I don't need it at this point in my life. Right. 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 But it was just like, Hey, like you said, it was, it was an accomplishment. It was something that was hanging over you that you wanted right. to finish and see. Through. It was more mental. Yeah. yeah. It's mental. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a huge accomplishment, bro. Thank and you. you don't, uh, uh, ever think anything other than that because there's right. a huge population in the world that never got a chance to do what it is that you pulled off right. and right. pull it off after going through adversity. Right. You know I mean, right. it's like, well, you know what? Yo, so that's why I love seeing your story. I love yeah. seeing, like, I, before I got on camera, which I was like, man, you look good. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, 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 and that's how it's supposed to be because right, right. if you go back home sometimes, some people that we went to school with don't 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 look like that, or you mm-hmm. know what I mean. They might have a, a, a different perspective, and it's like right, it's right. really important to give thanks to be where we are today and realize that it could have gone ten thousand other ways. Right, uh, it could have been worse. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. Yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, my next question for you is: uh, Do you give yourself permission to change? So you know. Um, uh, thinking about the different professions that you might have been in, thinking about the cities that you might have lived in, think about you have you as you have grown as a man, being being married and as a dad. Do you give yourself permission to change? Why or why not? I uh, I think you have to. I mean, I think it should be like you should wake up every every morning wanting to learn to change because sometimes you you know we're not perfect. So, you know, we always have, you know, things we do wrong, you know, some things that we, we could have did different, you know, raising my kids, you know, from Lisa all the way down to my newborn, um, 
you want to try to change certain things. You know what I mean? You want to change the way you walk, talk. You want to change the, what you're reading. You want to change things that you have around you, the people you have around you. You want to change, you know, you know, you got to be a student to the things that's going on around you. You know, you got to be, so you have to want to change. I, I don't want to talk for no one else. I have to want to change. I got to have to want to do something different. My wife might not like something, like something I'm doing. So then why not change? My kids might not understand what I just said to them. So why not change the way I talk to them? Absolutely. You know, so I, I believe you do have to change, you know. Okay. Um, and, you know, as I said earlier at the top of the interview, for those uh, who might have missed it, Antoine and I worked together uh, for years doing a mentoring program where we worked right. with 12 to 18 year olds. Um, mm. and motto was uh, super significant for a lot of reasons. Uh, reason number one was because us as young black males in our 20s, we were leading by example to showcase other 12 to 18 year olds what could be done, mm -hmm. right? So we were able to mentor uh, them and their experiences and to see, you know, I mean, some of these guys go off to get uh, uh, their master's degrees, their doctorates, uh, to be living in California, to be living in Florida, you know, right. uh, a lot of that had to do with everyday sacrifices that we were mm -hmm. doing as mentors. Right. Um, but my next question for you is, uh, uh, did you have a mentor uh, growing up? And uh, 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 if you did, what was the impact of having a mentor? I, I had this question a week ago. And we was talking, I had a question with a friend of mine. And we said, it was crazy that we didn't have that. We didn't have mentors growing up. I mean, we had, you know, people that came in and said, you know, things, but the people that were mentors were my friends, mm -hmm. the people that was around us. And it, how crazy it sounds is that that's the way these kids are growing up today. Mm -hmm. There's no one, you know, it took a lot for Monday and Wednesday. Yeah. You know, and then even with the trips that we took, it took a lot, you know. Um, first time me cooking on a grill was at the camping trip. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So the sacrifices that, or the, we, I could have burned all the food that day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, just you know, it, it was teachable moments. And it was just tough because, you know, we didn't know, I, I didn't know much without having a father or a male. Mm. figure that was above my age besides everybody that was at my same age mm. from you school we malcolm mm. to the people that i hung out in the streets with mm. it was nobody really my you know older enough to say hey you know this is how you should, like i just said before this is how you should carry yourself as an individual we learn from each other mm. i learned from like i this is what rail's reading a book today maybe i should read a book tomorrow mm. Scooby works at the state building. Mm -hmm. Should I go apply for the state? Mm. Malcolm was working, working in a store. Maybe I should look into work the owning a store. Mm. So it, I didn't learn from nobody, but nobody that I knew. Mm. And friends, you know, we had Brandon. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Brandon, Tom, the boys club, Tom, we was like 11 or 12. Brandon wasn't yeah. there no more. Yeah. 
So all we knew was from our father all the way into the men that we knew was just, I'll see, yep. show you my back. Not saying it was like on purpose or whatever, but that's just all we knew. So a lot knew. Okay. And I think it's, I, I think it's important uh, uh, to point that out that, you know, especially for uh, uh, as a grown men today, but just realizing, you know, um, what were the missing pieces or what were the things that might have been beneficial to us right. um, uh, 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 if we had them. But I think right. without having the example, without having the, yeah, without having the, the, the example, I think that we did a really good job of, right. of, of showcasing the, uh, these young men, of showcasing our community. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, what could be done uh, with investments. Tuan, I, I, I watched you, no lie, several times, like we'd be mapping out programming for the uh, <laughs> for the next year. And yo, the way your brain worked, you will come mm -hmm. up with a whole curriculum in like 30 minutes, right? And I'd be like, yo, how'd you do that? But he'd be like, but I can't put it down on paper. I was like, but you know, but that's how, but that's, but, th but that's how we do it. Okay, you give me these ideas, you know, bro, yeah, I can put it there. He was like, you know, that's the whole purpose of having a team. You know what our, our motto was, teamwork makes the dream work. Dream work right. I'm just like, you know, we were creating these experience, experiences for these young adults that, you know, they still talk about to this day. I got, I got looped into um, a, a group chat on Facebook for all of the kids from Green Tech. And yeah. all of them were just like, yo, how do we bring the mental model back? You know, what I mean, it was like, yo, how do we do it? How, how can we start that? And you start to realize how impactful right. the, uh, the program really was. And I think just drawing off of our own authenticity allowed the program to be great. And yeah, yeah. so even without having a mentor, you turned out to be uh, um, uh, uh, a huge mentor for so many other people. So right. we're talking about Colorado, you know, what I mean. We got a chance through the Children of Nature Network to bring our kids to to, uh, to Denver, to right, San Francisco, right. to New York, to Baltimore. Right. You know what right. I mean? So yeah, you know, we did a lot. Did a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's a good that that was that right there. Yeah, you you know, once the cameras go off, you know, you go over there and go sit in your car and start crying. <laughs> yeah. You know, because sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't know. You know. I, you know, I worked at Berkshire, and you know, I get some of these kids that hit me up and say, "Man, you was the coolest." You know, you was I uh, was you was the realest person I ever met. Now, so you know, you respond like, "What do you mean by that?" You know, you said some things that I never heard of before. I'm thinking you just talking about the way my swag or something like that. But you know, you talking to these kids, you got one on one time with these kids, and it's like the more you know, I believe you. You know, just imagine that we had. You know, I don't got no regrets. I have no regrets. You know, I'm 38. I have no regrets. We just, I couldn't imagine if I had someone just saying, yo, do this. Because mm. we were so ambitious. We had so, yeah. we, with no internet, you know, mm. with, you know, prepaid phones, you know, with, with stuff mm. like that, we still was everywhere yeah. in Albany having conversations. We went, we read, I was telling my wife the other day, the model program was teaching bro, uh, 210 grown men how to interact with kids. Yeah. We was 19, 20, mm. 21, 22. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then we had a whole full long conversation. We talking to the, the, the city, the state, and we was we was babies. Yeah. We, we wasn't seasoned or nothing. We didn't, we no. was just coming out of the package. 
Yeah. And it was just like, you know, <laughs> just, you know, just imagine, you know, hey, we we need you, we need you five guys. Yeah. To do X, Y, and Z for this program, we're gonna switch out to another program. Yeah. Somebody should have took us under the wing. Somebody leave. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh I, I um uh, I know you said you don't have any regrets with it, though, but I would say that if, in hindsight, I wish I might have had at least two or three more years of, of age and maturity on me while we were right. doing that. Right. Because, you know, what we Not had great. was something uh, um, that was definitely impactful when we got to see it for the nine years and what we were doing it, but it had the potential to be great. Even, 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 uh, Jeffrey uh, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Jeffrey Canada. Canada. Shout out to Harlem. Shout out to Harlem. Yeah. 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 That's crazy, man. It's a beautiful uh, thing though. It's a a beautiful thing only because, you know, you realize what you didn't have, but you didn't use it as an excuse. We didn't use it as an excuse. You decided to go out and figure out how to be the man that you are today. Which is which is which is huge, considering what you just said. Your greatest uh, uh, influences were people who were at your level, which makes me think about how important it is to have good friends. You know, I mean, friendship is essential to the soul, but having good friends could either be detrimental. I mean, mean, uh, having having bad friends could be detrimental or having good friends could help to put you and position you to where you really need to be. And I think that's another lesson that especially young adults and even adults, I'm not even going to limit it to young adults, realizing the importance of people that you keep in your life and letting things or seasons go that should be removed. Right. Right. Yeah. But um, uh, my next question for you is this. um, And uh, uh, I'm sure it probably has changed for you, but we're going to figure it out. Uh, uh, everyone defines success differently, Antoine. How would you define success? Oh, man. That's staying. I, I, it's not money. I, I don't know if that's, it's not money for me. Um, I guess success for me is to stay, to have my family together. Mm. You know, we've been, you know, my mom was single, single parent for, ever, you know, um, a lot of my, you know, I got, you know, I got brothers, you know, I haven't seen forever. Mm. And, um, it's, a, it's, that's not cool yeah. to me. You know, I write, you know, you know, this, having dysfunctional families, you know, being around dysfunction, you know, stuff that's not, you know, everybody's not together, you know, worrying about stuff that does not matter. And, you know, my success is for me to be able to raise my children the right way and to have them to be able to have children you know to keep the you know, legacy going on regardless if it's wealth generational wealth or being poor because i think that you know you want your your family to be more loved than worrying about a dollar bill or more you know aware of who my family is or who my support system is than worrying about the latest sneaker or because this person has more. So I just, you know, my, you know, I guess dude, just being around my family and making sure that they're successful, they're happy, you know, trying to do the best I can, you know, to be, 
the best father, husband, friend to my wife, the best support system I could be, especially now when she, my child is only eight days old. So I got to be a support, you know, I got to be a kickstand as much as I can. So, Shout out to you on that one, man. Because, <laughs> um, I, think I mean, nobody wants to be poor. I, I'm not saying be poor. I'm not saying, no. I'm just saying, just, you know, you just want to make sure you're just happy, just love yeah. And, and but but I, I think I think there's a lot of realness behind it because you know most of us come from single family households. Most of us come from families that are or would be easily considered poor. I know I did. Right. So you know what I mean. But I had a lot of values. You know what I mean. Right. You know what I mean. And it was just like things that that outlasted poverty. Right. Hey hey. You know, one thing that when you said a lot about a value, we was getting our behind kicked that day at that Troy game. <laughs> and your mom and my mom was the loudest kick people in the stands and they was winning. Yeah. And, you know, the support from people when you down at your lowest. Because, mm. you know, we we look, we on the sideline. We looked at each other. <laughs> Like, man, what 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 they doing? It's yeah, like, but okay. looking at it now at being fathers and you know, being you know adults is like no matter what my kids go through, mm. I want I want to be there. I want to be Sherlyn Chapman and your mom. Yeah. yeah. I swear I want to be just like that. My mom, my oh man, your mom and uh, and they was friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was tight. And, and, Listen, listen, the, the, you, you know the cool part about that, Tuan? The cool part about it is as we got older, you realize uh, uh, how finite, how limited time is. And being a single parent, being a single mother, you're constantly working. You probably got other people that you're trying to take care of, too. So being able to have our, our, our mothers at that football game, that was significant Everything. all by itself. It was like, I can count on one hand how many games, you know, my mom was able to actually attend. Like, that yeah. was that was awesome. Everything. And, you know, so now, you know, I mean, you realize the importance of, of being there and showing up when those opportunities uh, happen because, you know, you have two parents. And when you have two parents, what do you say in the Bible, in uh, Ecclesiastes, two is better than one, right. right? Because, you know, where I fall short, you know what I mean? My wife can help me out and pick me up. Or if she falls short, I can help her out and pick her up. But our parents didn't have that. So right. you got one person who's limited with resources and time trying to give us the best that they could. Amen. You know what I mean? So, and, you know, so when you just say, you know, uh, 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 that's what you want to be like, you know, <laughs> hey, I live my life based upon what my mom taught me. Right. Period. Just like we're right. gonna have a good time. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna enjoy people. You know what I mean? It's not about money, it's about people, good people, you know what I mean? Be able to let go of people who ain't good too. Know the difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, you know what I mean? Every, every time every time you say something, you make me think about the boy, like something. I remember we had the you remember we them hang sweatsuit outfits we had? Facts. <laughs> Facts. What? We thought those were the coolest weapons. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, you got it. Didn't take much. It didn't take much, and and and, nah, and, 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 and that and that was and that was the that was the cool part, 
And yeah, I always tell people that the kids in the inner city are some of the most gifted kids that you'll ever, ever meet. Man. You ever, man. I mean, it's just a matter of people taking time to listen, about people taking time to understand. Right. And I think I might have I said this with JC when I interviewed him uh, in season one. It was just like the amount of pressures that are on us as young adults, both men and women, you know, what I mean, to perform academically, but also to go home to households and situations that are bigger than our pay grade. Right. You know what I mean, you know, what I mean, paying for paying for bills and different things like that. You know, so I always tell everyone the kids in the inner city are some of the most gifted kids you'll ever meet. Right. Once you turn on their light bulb, it'll never be dimmed again. Right. But, you know, what I mean, it's a matter of, of having someone, <clears throat> excuse me, pour into you. It's a matter right. of having someone know that what's inside of Antoine, what's inside of Tyrell is far greater than what they even see right now. And right. that's what it's all about. And now for us, it's our job to continue to, to pay it forward. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, I see yet. what you're doing every day, man. Raising women, raising boys, being a father, talking about fitness. I think about you whenever I go in the garage and work out. And I say, listen, I got to add 30 minutes of cardio in because 12 right, told right. me. That's how I shed it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We all right, man. We, we ain't done yet. We still yeah. got a lot. We got a lot of fight left. Yeah. yeah. We, ain't, we ain't get to the 12th round yet. <laughs> Oh, oh. I think about I think about like round three. Mm. <laughs> that's listen, listen. That's that's good. Uh, I, 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 I'm definitely not in round three. I'm gonna say I'm, I'm in at least round six. That's okay. I got I got I got six more good ones. You got six more good ones. Six Are more you, good you about ones. to get back? You got it. You're right there. Yeah, you have yeah, round I got, three. I got six more right good there. ones, and I'm gonna keep them. Mm. I got two more questions for you, Twan. I'm gonna let you go. Yes, sir. Thinking about your younger self, thinking about the younger Antoine Henry, what is something you wish that someone would have told the younger Antoine Henry that you now know that you would have needed? Don't waste that time. Don't waste that time doing that. Don't waste that time doing this. Okay. Because that's all I did from, we graduated in 01. Mm -hmm. So 19 to the day I went to jail. Mm. That's all I did. Drink. So don't waste the time doing foolish activities, mm. you know, partying and stuff like that. Gotcha. That's all. Gotcha. Gotcha. Time okay. is time is time is precious. You know, I mean, um, I'm not gonna say like, like I said, I don't have no regrets because it had to, I had to go through something to be able to tell my story to help someone else. Exactly. So, you know, you don't want, <clears throat> you don't want, you know, you don't want to sit there and harp on it and dwell on it until you go right back. Um, you want to, you want to be able to, you know, just want someone to tell you, to guide you a little bit differently. You shouldn't be doing that. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be doing this. You know, you should be, you know, focus on this, you know, try to do something like this, you know, like, you know, and, you know, you want people to, you know, you want, you, you always wanted a father figure, you know, so, but don't waste the time, you know, you know, don't waste your time trying to chase something that's not there that you won't get back. So just time. I like it. I like it. And what is your favorite place to visit in the Capital District area and why? 
my my mom my home. Mm. Not uh WrestleMania. I would okay. like to I like to sit, you know, sometimes and just talk to my mom. Um, other than that, the Empire State Plaza. Okay. Okay. The Empire State Plaza. You know, you can just, you know, you walk it, it just looks nice, especially at night. Around that five o'clock, September, that's one of the best places in all of it. The Fact. walk, the talk. You can sit at the top and look at why the lights get red. You know, that's and um and and Dijon's. It's not there anymore, man. Know, it's not there anymore. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, yo, it has gone through so many name changes. We were just right. in Albany for the last week, and my wife was like, "Where's that restaurant that we uh, that we ate at when we were driving by?" I was like, "It's right there. It's not Dijon's anymore. It went from Dijon's to something else." But it when was it was closed. Dijon's, that was our spot. That was our spot. Yeah, that was our. Yeah. People didn't know about it. That was our yeah. Spot. That, that's why. That's why it was great because you know you didn't. A lot of people didn't know about it. You know, but um, I say Empire State Plaza. I just like the way I like sitting at the top right there and just watching the lights just dim. You just always get with Dijon's man. I'm going back there. You just messing with <laughs> it. Yeah. Shout out to Dijon's that's no longer in existence, but yeah. there's a lot of memories there. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And let me see, man. My last question for you is this. Um, what about your life's path, Antoine, are you most proud of? Um, my last five years, mm. not drinking. And how, you know, and you know, teaching my kids, talking to my kids and raising my kids without with a sober mind. Mm. You know, it's you know, it, when you can see clear, you see things different. And I've been seeing a lot of things clearly, you know, uh appreciate a lot of more life currently about you know stuff i had missed out being intoxicated you know um i was looking at the pictures of from then and now and i'm i was dark mm. you know I, and, and my wife asked me like why did it change like that and i would say because it had my liver mm. and people don't know how health you know being healthy you know i, I was overweight you know i was 225 at one point and, you know, just seeing myself now, you know, my journey coming, being a married man, being, you know, living, raising six children, you know, starting businesses, you know, you know, I got to, <clears throat> I can sit down and my wife could talk to me without, you know, and she could get an honest answer from me. Those are, you know, I think that's big to me. You know, I think that's way bigger than, you know, no matter money because I still can be running those streets and doing stupid things, but just having a conversation with my wife and she can get through to me. You know, God got through to me first, but she's getting through to me. So I think that's maybe the outlet. That's a good answer. I don't think it could have been a better answer than one. <laughs> excuse me, than the one you gave. I don't think it could have been a better answer. Uh, one, because, you know, I think successes, your successes is not about what everyone can see. Right. Sometimes it's the internal success. Uh, it's the uh, internal triumphs that mm. people outwardly can't see. So that battle for you has been a battle that most of the people on the outside can't see. 
But right. to see, like you said, yeah, my skin is different, man. Yeah, She's like, why yeah. you so dark there? Why you so light now? You know, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? To 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 see it mm-hmm. on uh uh, uh on the uh, on the outside, it's only a small representation of all of the changes that went on internally. So shout mm-hmm. out to you, uh, one you. for positioning yourself to listen to God and to your spouse, and to be used uh, to be able to continue to highlight that. Just because something happens, you don't have to be a product of that circumstance. Right. I mean, right. with the right attitude, with the right support, uh, with the right spiritual foundation, you can grow to whatever it is that you ultimately want to uh, to be. And I think right. your life, what you're doing, uh, what you guys are building is an honest representation of that. So shout out to you for that one, uh, Antoine. I'm absolutely proud Thank of you. you. Thank you, man. Uh, you know, I love looking at you and your family. Uh, Thank you. you know, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm proud of you, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah. Well, well, well listen, man. I won't hold you up any longer. Uh, uh, the back community. I want to uh, thank Mr. Antoine Henry himself. Uh, the Ash Way of Life. Uh, right. How can people find you? I know you are on social media. Uh, you'll be tagged on all of this, but um, uh, what's the best way uh, for people to find out more about uh, what you guys are doing? Is it theashlife.com? Um, we're at the ash the ashwayoflife.com. Um, we're on, that's also on IG, uh, Antoine Henry on IG. Uh, Facebook, Antoine Henry. Um, I'm coming out with a blog. It's up right now, Balancing the Hustle. Mm. Uh, start talking about my story. Uh, we're on TikTok, the Henry family, uh, mm. YouTube, the Henry family. Mm. Uh, if you have any questions, DM me. <laughs> I'll give you the best answer I can give you. Um, but yeah, you can reach me there. Okay. Let's chat. All right. Well, listen, guys, you have it. Uh, thank you for being on the back community. Thank you for extending your time uh, with us here, man. And I can't wait to get your story out to the, uh, to the world, bro. Congratulations, right. and Thank I you. truly wish you continued success, man. I'll play catch up with you later. Thank you, too. Thank All you. Right. Peace. Bye-bye.